Welcome to another Mental Health Friday with Marcy Tetro and Jay Paul here on 1420 uh, AM, KTOE, FM 102.7, and streaming free live and worldwide on our website, KTOE.com, and on the iHeart app as well. Uh, Marcy, a local clinical social worker, and, you know, if you feel like you need to talk to someone about the things that are going on in your life, please take that first step and reach out to your, uh, we have tons of local providers around here that can help you out, uh, including a Veterans Crisis Line, call 988, uh, press option 1, and or you could text 838-255, the Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline at uh, 833-600. 2670 Alcoholics Anonymous helpline 507-388-8989 we have Prairie Care in town here Mayo Clinic is here Nystrom and Associates Journey Towards Healing call the South Central Crisis Center line at 507-344-0621 and I'll give these numbers here uh, later in the show as well if you need to or uh, heck give us an email if there's anything you want us to talk about on this show every Friday morning in the 10 o'clock hour or things we haven't covered i can't imagine there's too many of those but if there's something we can do for you feel free to reach out by email to jpaul at radiomankato.com that's jpaul at radiomankato.com marcy will bring you into the program here how do you do this this fine day it's a beautiful day out there isn't it yeah, but Oops, yes but it's still cold outside g it is well you know we're working on that but I'm trying to stay With fine. my hot air, <laughs> well, anything's possible. That's true. It is warm in here, folks. <laughs> um, no, this weekend, actually, I went out uh, in Mankato. We had the shop hop thing for the spring. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so uh, this weekend, I actually found a new store. Woo! Yeah. Exciting. And, you know, speaking on mental health and trying to find tips on how to stay positive or work through anxiety or if you're needing some, some self-care, uh, sticks and uh, bones... And our Sticks and Sounds is a, a store down on Riverfront, and they actually, it's a, it's a really neat store. It has, like, a lot of different books in there, um, tips on how to stay positive or just, like, how to have it, like, what to do this weekend, have an adventure. Sure. Um, they, have, they have clothes. They have the essential oils. They also have some of the, the what's it called, Nusha? It's a facial tool. Uh, gusha. Yeah, Gusha tools. Thanks, Emily. Um, so they have those there. So it's just, it's a great store to go visit. And then this weekend they have a pop-up event. So if you get a chance this weekend, go visit them. All right. Sounds great. Uh, we have uh, some guests here today, do we not? Yes. I'm so excited. Today we have an awesome show here. So uh, cue the music, Jay Paul. <laughs> All right. We're, getting, we're feeling the beat Everybody's today. All right. Today. So I hope you guys are excited here. Uh, today's show we have, I'm so lucky and honored, but we have Emily and Ashley here today from the Fray in St. Peter. She has been waiting for this day for a long time. <laughs> she has. I know. She loves you guys. And and I did my hair and my makeup just for Emily. <laughs> I did I did my Dior look today. So even though we're on radio, thank you. My coworker's like, Marcy, you did your hair. I'm like, I know. I have to see Emily today. <laughs> you so, gotta rock that red lip, right? I do. And actually, this is my Dior red lipstick. It's the triple iconic red. So it's a staple, Emily. I know we love we love a good luxury brand. Yep, and a yes. good red lip. If you know Ashley and I, we're always rocking that. That's true, and which I do know them. So, uh, folks, today, um, welcome to the show. Uh, well, uh, Mental Health with Marcy. Uh, the The theme song of our show is "Welcome" or um, "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" by Elton John, because it really talks to how in life sometimes we find ourselves in these unexpected journeys, or like we find ourselves 
We thought life would be perfect. Uh, we did this, we did the career, and then sometimes tragedy strikes or trauma or, or maybe it's a medical disability, but we find ourselves wondering, all right, crap, what do I do now? And so this is why we're having this show, um, to prevent suicide, uh, for suicide prevention, combat the stigma of mental health, getting help. And so who is the most natural therapist out there who are not trained, but the best therapist, hairstylist. You guys yes. see everything and see everything <laughs> yes. at the salon. So yeah. it's crazy because like you get your hair done and, um, everything just kind of comes out. So this is why I thought they'd be a great fit today, but also, um, I really wanted to have them on the show today because I wanted to talk about how um, when you're working in mental health, we have to do a lot of self-care to decompress and uh, just because it's, it's so stressful at times, or at least it can be, that's important for us to take care of ourselves. And so one of the things that I do is I actually go to the fray, like I used to go like quite a bit, like I don't know, a couple <laughs> times a month, and I would see someone there named Dina who does facials, um, and for me it was just a nice break and... When you walk down into the basement, it's just like soothing, it's calming, and it's just it's just so relaxing right out when you right when you come in that it has this great impact on you. So I love going there just because of the way it makes me feel. It's just beautifully decorated, it's cozy, calming, but yet I feel a little bit classy when I walk in. <laughs> like I'm like then I'm like then I'm thinking like crap, I need to wear my red lipstick today. And then Dina's like, Oh Marcy, you're fine. And like you're pretty the way you are. I'm like, but I need my red lipstick. So We'll probably be touching more on that negative self-talk later in the show, but um, it's just it's a, it's just this amazing place that I can't recommend high enough for people that might be struggling or needing some self-care, a girls' day out. But yeah, tell me more about how you guys did the free because it's a be- it's a beautiful building. You started, Emily. Uh, Ash, you can start for once if you want. No, um, I can start. Ash always hands the mic to me because I have no problem talking. So, um, <laughs> true we, story. <laughs> Ashley and I met in 2005. We were both working at a different salon. We had both just graduated from the Aveda Institute up in Minneapolis. And from there, we worked together basically the same schedule for about 12 years and got to be, yep. we were <laughs> friends. We were Sometimes not friends. Mm-hmm. We were drinking partners. We were Friend- just partners in crime. We love to travel. Mm-hmm. We love to shop. We love to do. All we kinds always like to get involved too yeah. with anything that we had going on. It was always Emily and I volunteering to do whatever we could. Yeah. So. Or go to classes. Ashley yep. was huge in education. She did much more than me on a much higher level. But if there was a show, a hair show, or there was a class, you were going to see her and I there. Whether we were driving mm-hmm. to Minneapolis and her Sunfire and she was <laughs> going 85 miles an hour, we were well, going to go to Minneapolis because it was a night out. And, and I got <laughs> us there from Mankato, downtown Minneapolis, in like an hour. Yeah, well, I'm so, lucky you guys didn't get over and get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, we are lucky. But that little Sunfire burned some rubber. So, no, we um, we have worked. We worked very, very hard um, those 12 years together. And then... Something happened. Here we go. It just you kind of fused right into the situation. My mental health struggled a little bit after my second baby. That is, it. It was not apparent to me until I was six weeks postpartum. And everyone always talks about postpartum depression, and I saw more of the postpartum anxiety. I wanted my house to be perfect, but now I have two under two, and not everything was perfect. My husband travels for work. I felt I didn't feel alone because he was gone. I felt like I could do it because I'd already had a baby and my doula came over and I said, I think I've got, I've, mm-hmm. I just, I'm very overwhelmed with the situation. My house is a mess. I'm a mess. 
my two-year-old at the time was having some hearing problems, so she was, you know, hating the new baby. So my husband actually was like, I think you need a change. And that was when my second baby was about a year old, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even really recognize it because Ashley and I loved, I mean, we just loved everything about our jobs or so we thought. And um, some things were shifting too during that time at our old job. And it just, we needed, we we didn't, I didn't know I needed a change until it was, came to me. Yeah, it was very apparent. Yep. And then once I started kind of digging into my, more into my own mental health, I was like, maybe it is work, maybe it is home. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling very overwhelmed. So that's kind of how Frey was born. And then I asked Ashley (laughs) to come on board or asked her if she was ready for a change. And we kind of took off from there. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you guys redid the whole building. I mean, it was a, I mean, you guys redid everything. So if you're from the area, you know, in St. Peter, across from the courthouse on the east side of that, um, was it 169? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That used to be Bungham Realty. And it was a Carnegie Library, 1904. Yeah. So, and it's one of, yep. it's it's a very well-known Carnegie Library in Minnesota. Actually, the Minnesota Digital Library posted a picture of it. And it's one of the only ones right now that is being reused and still standing in really good shape and being physically reused for something. Is there any marks in the building that's like historical? You know, like in Medilla, we have the Jesse James on the wall. Is there any type of? I like, found complaints? a library card in yeah. the, like in the actual trim or the chair rail, like a paper one. And I still have it. Oh, that's awesome. So Ash and I have always talked about making a timeline of what that building's been because there's a lot of things. But we always talked about getting it framed and putting it on the fireplace. Yeah, it was. Her name was Betty, I think. <laughs> Maybe with a little beauty book next to it. You know. We, yeah. I well, mean, that building was the plan was for it to be redone. We just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was up for sale. We didn't even know it was for sale, but once we started looking for real estate, that came came up, and we were like, the natural light especially was awesome. Well, so. I went to Gustavus, and so when I was there, I had I had Bungum for actually for a realtor, so I was in the, that building. So oh, that's yeah, why he was a professor. That's I why think. I knew the I knew the transformation, and so I walked in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is the most beautiful space. And so you guys did a really great job. So talking about space, how are you guys utilizing it? What are your what do you guys do for your services? Upstairs we have seven stations, and then our yep. basement. So upstairs we do hair, um, and then downstairs is where. We have that four-room spa with waiting area, a lounge, its own private entrance. Um, Super moody. We wanted it to be a really cool place. Um, And I know you probably enjoy this, but we do have a separate entrance to our spa, which Mm -hmm. we think is really important. Mm -hmm. Because if you are coming for self-care and you just, you know, you're maybe having a day where you need to just be in your own mind it's nice to not have to go up through the upstairs and go in front of people. I mean, Marcy comes upstairs always to chit chat. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, it's me. It's like, oh, Marcy. <laughs> but no, we wanted that moody, high end luxury. We spa. wanted you to keep that relaxation, you know, through leaving the building. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can reflect once you get in the car, just like the service and the relaxation and the well body maintenance that you yep. just had with us. So hearing your testimony on the. Service and feeling great is definitely, I was like, ooh, we, we've done our job. Yeah, no, you guys so. nailed it because it is true. Like when you're trying to get in a, self, a self-care self calming mode, you don't want like blow dryers going off and like, yeah. you know, like all those yeah. noises. And then you're like, 
seeing other things that might happen. So it's, it is really nice that you guys have that separate because you do feel calm and afterwards it's just. Well, in the darkness, right? It sets the mood because mm. when you're having a service like that and you might fall asleep or you're just really relaxed, I think with the big LED lights or a super high lit place, you just can never get in that right space. Mm-hmm. And that's why we did the darker wallpapers and the gold and just each room we made sure had dimmers on the lights. I mean, the fireplaces, we tried to look into every single detail when we were doing the spa. Mm-hmm. I think you guys did a great job thinking it very out, or thinking it out very thoroughly. And the glam side is just, it's very pretty. It's a very nice upscale high-end salon. So you guys did a great job. And I'm glad that we have this because it's a great it's a great service you have here in Southern Minnesota so we don't have to go to the Twin Cities for a nice haircut. And speaking of haircuts, Brittany... I love Brittany. She's not here today, but she's also your hairstylist, so I see Dana. But Brittany always makes me look like a little glam girl when I leave. Like I, I look like a, I look like a, I look like a nineteen twenties little, you know, Jessica Rabbit sometimes. So it's, she does. She just does a really great job, and she has the best blowouts. So I just I always when I feel like I need to go there, and I feel a certain way, Brittany always makes me feel good. Or whoever I talk to, you guys have a nice. You guys work well with your customers to make us feel special and to give us that high-end service. I think you guys deliver very well. Thank you. That's our mission. Our mission is to make you feel like that. So we appreciate hearing that. And Brittany is the kindest, sweetest soul. So if you don't leave her chair feeling that way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I beg to differ because she makes everyone feel that way. Okay. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about today, too, is so you guys are in the nature of beauty and the salons and so you're seeing people come in for all different types of reasons and you guys do hear everything because you guys are here stylist and tend to be that you know that free therapist it's a two for one when you come see us <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> yeah we've had literally um clients of ours one in specific to me she's also a professor up at msu of social work and she's like do you just want to have me on retainer i'm like that's not a bad idea. We could just start doing that besides the work we do behind our chair, having having that second piece. It's true. We hear everything, whether good, bad, ugly. We've definitely, I know both of us, because we've been in this industry almost 20 years, have helped people through some really, really tough times. And then not letting that affect us. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. There's a line yeah. that gets, there's a boundary that sometimes we are so empathetic. You You, you feel for them. I mean, some of these people, especially Ashley not being from the area, we see these people more than we see our family. I mean, some of our clients have been with us since day one. That's true. And I have seen them far more than my own mom and dad. So growing up in my hometown, well, growing up in Medelia, we had a hairstylist named Robin in Mankato. So if you know who Robin is, you all have to say is her first name. And in, in Medelia, you're like, oh, you see Robin? Oh, you see Robin? Like, yeah, but she's like my friend. You know, she's like family. And so... For us, our hairdresser, uh, she was family, and so she heard all the stories, and she helped us as much as I think maybe we helped her with her business. But at the end of the day, you actually become really good friends with your hairstylist. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've met some of my closest <laughs> friends. Ashley and I both have. I mean, I've made tons of relationships, mom friends, um, just friends in general, uh, mentors, networking. I mean, we've literally, because we started in Mankato, Ash, you were what, 19 when you started or were you 20? Yep, 19. And I was 22 or almost 22. So you have MSU, right, and Bethany and South Central. And so a lot of the clients we were being fed were our age that have morphed into lifelong friends. It's kind of crazy. Wow. 
yeah, it's pretty awesome, though, mm-hmm. that we get the privilege to mm-hmm. take care of people. Like I always say, we're some of the only people that are licensed by the state to touch people that aren't in the medical field, if you think about that. Say it, say it one more time. <laughs> so we are licensed to touch people, yeah. but we're not in the medical field. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? So, like, so, what, sometimes when you go and get your hair done and I see this Minnesota license, I'm like, wow, that makes me feel like a regulation. I'm like, am I being regulated? <laughs> yes, you oh, are. there's lots of regulations. Yes. Like, interesting. And we also are a tattoo establishment, so there's even more regulations yes. on top of that. Oh, for the lashes? For me, for, for my Ashley's, cosmetic tattooing. Yeah. For her permanent It's makeup. a whole other Department of Health, everything. So now we, we have two different boards and departments we have to fall under. Yep. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know you guys fell, fell under like, the, the tattooing part. Ashley, yep. Yeah, Ashley has a tattoo license. Wow. And our business things you, has a, things yeah, you don't learn. know. All right, <laughs> Ashley, I'm ready for a tattoo. <laughs> All right, so one of the things that we want to talk about, too, um, I think you lightly touched on it, was that the stress level between what you see and then also how that impacts you. And so if we're going to head into break here. Yeah. So we're heading into segment, but we'll be back, folks, so make sure to, to stay tuned. We're going to be talking about social media and what we're seeing with beauty and the uh, younger girls and the impact of uh, social media on self-esteem in young women. And this is really important if you have grand, grandkids, granddaughters, daughters of this age, 15 to 19, well, 15 to 20. 15 to 20. So uh, make sure to tune back in. All right, sounds good. Mental Health Friday continues here, 10 o'clock hour on KTOE with uh, Marcy Chetro and uh, me, Jay Paul. And again, uh, email jpaul at uh, radiomancato.com if you have any suggestions or uh, anything to say about the show. We'd uh, sure like to hear your input as well. Here on Mental Health Friday with Marcy Tatron, Jay Paul on KTOE, AM 1420. Again, let me run through some of our uh, phone numbers, in particular uh, contacts that you can make if you have uh, anybody that you need to talk to about anything. There are plenty of people waiting to help you at either uh, Prairie Care or Mayo Clinic or Nystrom and Associates, Journey Towards Healing. Call the South Central Crisis Center line, 507-344-0621. There's uh, the... National Suicide Prevention Line at 988. The Veterans Crisis Line is tied to that as well. You can call 988 and then press 1 when you're prompted there. Uh, or text 838-255. Then the Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline is 833-600-2670. And Alcoholics Anonymous Helpline at 507-388-8989. I can go on and on. we got tons of them. If you need any other numbers, feel free to... Uh, let us know here, 625-1420, or you could email jpaul at radiomancato.com with any questions or comments or things that you want us to explore in future programs here every Friday in the 10 o'clock hour on KTOE. Let's bring Marcy and friends in again. All right. Welcome back, folks. So we're going to jump right into it. So we have Emily and Ashley here from the Fray, from St. Peter. It's a high-end beauty salon. Um, but one of the things that... I think really is something that we need to we need to point out and we need to look at is the beauty industry, what are the trends, what is it pushing right now, and what are maybe some of the side effects, but what what are we seeing that um, maybe we're concerned about? We're going to get right into it, though. Well, there's a lot. I know we only have, you know, so much time, but um, 
I think it starts with, I'm going to read this line directly from here that uh, Marcy and I and Ashley kind of read through, and it really hits. It says, you don't have to be perfect to be an influencer, but you do have to seem perfect pretty much all of the time. So especially if you're a perfectionist and or a private person, having a career as an influencer is probably not the perfect job for you. Doesn't that hit home in oh, the beauty yep. industry? I think I think this is uh, unveil. I'm, Honestly, off the record and on the record, this is an awful message. And I'm going to tell you why. We are seeing a lot of things on social media that are impacting young women uh, that might be self-harming, that might lead to suicidal thoughts, because we have this idea that if you're not beautiful you, and you have flaws, you're, you're not perfect, you might feel like you're ugly. And I think when you walk in the hair salon, you see this, you might hear this too, because sometimes I'll make comments like, oh, Brittany, make me beautiful or whatever. And... We have this negative self-talk, and so right now what we're seeing with the online is that we, we looked at the online to social media to see what are the trends, what, you know, eyelashes, um, highlights, hair color, the Rachel Anastad, or, you know, the Rachel haircut back in the day. And so for, for online, for social media, we look to a lot of this, and, like, right now it says that, like, 15 to 19-year-old girls are looking mostly to, uh, are the ones doing the online media for social media, Snapchat, Instagram, and Instagram is all on body image or self-image. And when you start thinking about the impact it has on these girls' minds and on their psyche and on their development, it's actually very concerning. And that's the highest suicide right now is teen girls. Yes, exactly. One in three. So one in three girls or kids, teenagers experience persistent hopelessness and uh, and depression. And this is why this is such a big deal because it's showing that social media is having a direct impact uh, on the well-being and creating depression and anxiety. Well, and we were talking during the break, uh, Ashley and I and Marcy and none of us because of the age we are, we didn't have social media, so... Gosh, you're old. I know. I am. I'm, I'm much older. I'm, I'm going on 40 I mean, here. I'm so. not 40 yet. <laughs> we had I, two, I'm like, I'm I had two tin cans and a string. That's all I communicated. Well, like, we didn't, we we didn't have social we media. Didn't. There was no I, access to, I mean, barely the internet when yeah, we were coming up. So it's... If you had email and you were maybe hiding a chat room from your yeah. parents, that was about <laughs> it. Uh, Gator 11 and, from Truman. <laughs> yeah. They knew if you were on the internet because it dialed up and it yes. woke the whole house up. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's or true. there was a reason why your grandma couldn't get through because you were up on, you were on dial yeah, on the <laughs> or, internet. Or the phone bill was through the rough, whether that was long distance or the internet because the internet was expensive. Right. It still is. The only the only way I got to go on the internet is because you get those AOL CDs for you get oh, like yeah. free 90 minutes or whatever. But no, we didn't. We didn't have it in high school. There was no internet bullying or social media bullying growing up because it just wasn't prevalent. It wasn't wasn't there. We didn't have Mm -hmm. the access to it. I had, I was just telling them, I had, Facebook didn't come. I went to St. Cloud State 2001 to 2002 as my freshman year. I only went one year and Facebook was just coming out, I feel like, at the end of spring semester. But you had to be in college and have an email address from your college. It had to be a .edu address to even get Facebook. So when I didn't go back to college, I could not get a Facebook account. So until it was MySpace all the way, and there wasn't even any bullying on MySpace, <laughs> it was just super awkward. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I think it was like 2007 where they opened it up for anybody. But like, do you ever go through your memories and they're like, oh, it's, it's you literally... Hey Marcy, what are you doing this weekend? It wasn't all the other was, yeah, things going on. It was it was a lot of chatting. I don't it, know. I mean, it's 
I have a, so here we go. I have a sister that is 12 years younger than me. So I'm on the eldest millennial and she's at the youngest millennial. She still, I think, fits in that genre. But I watched her go through it and watched my parents with her go through it. And that was something I'll never forget because I was in my 20s and I was already a stylist at that point. And the amount of difference between me and my middle sister to my baby sister, I insane. Yeah, I've got 12 and 11-year-old daughters, and it's a constant thought in my head that I had to talk to them about the things they see and they read, and it's mm-hmm. not all, well, uh, you don't take it all to heart. Well, and even, too, um, a friend of mine who's a teacher, teaches young kids, they all, it's not, I want to be an astronaut or a doctor or Whatever, it's I want to be an influencer. Yeah. All of them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them. They said 21% of kids are wanting to be influencers. Yeah, both my daughters have said that. So as of January 2023, 51% of Snapchat's global audience were women, giving this platform the highest share of female audiences from around the selected social media platforms. Image-based Instagram followed with 48.2% of users identifying as women. Hmm. Not only that you have uh, this Generation Z, who's also... Uh, they are mostly influenced by social media influencers. So that's Generation Z are people between the ages of 16 and 23. Yeah. There are some positive influencers out there, but uh, some of them are sneaky too and they can get their I was uh, just going to say one that I followed for years. I was telling Ashley whenever this week when we were talking about getting ready for the show, someone I followed, her original campaign was for Aerie or whoever because she was a curvy woman and she wasn't a size two. And now all of a sudden... She's made her millions on her books and everything, and she's completely turned her platform. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's super skinny. She's pushing like insulin resistant stuff. Like it's wild. And I actually hit the unfollow button, and someone I thought was actually a good person sure. for me to follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they're not getting as many brand deals too. The ones that have, you know, it's it's weird. Well, the whole trend is. So weird. this is this is I, I I pulled this off just so we can you know talk about it. Eight reasons why becoming. An influencer may not be for you. One, you'll be criticized. And we hear a lot, a lot of, just even on kids who are online, and not even being influencers, but there's lots of cyberbullying that we hear. Oh, yeah. So, from other countries and other no, areas. No, 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 they're from their classmates. Ah, all right. I mean, like, the cyberbullying and from the online stuff is, oh, hey, this happened in school. I saw this or this was with the breakup. You know, then, somebody said about you. and Yeah, and, it, yeah. and this stuff doesn't go away. Right. So this is big stuff that these kids are struggling with today. It takes, it's number two, it takes a long time to gain an audience. So, oh, no, you have to have patience. <clears throat> oh, oh, Lord. Uh, three, you may compare yourself to others a lot. Well, that's kind of what, that's what exactly what you're saying with Facebook, right? Number four, you won't earn a living right away by being an influencer. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time. Again, oh, no, patience. Five, just being trendy isn't enough. Okay, it says being trendy in the quotation marks. You know, there's something about following the Jones that is also isn't good for our mental health either, about having anxiety, finances, how we're going to pay our bills, which is a topic right now. Yeah, trying to keep up with everybody else is impossible. Well, actually, just trying to pay your bills is almost impossible too, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, number six, you just can't call yourself an influencer. Like, you need a huge following. Yep. Seven, it is not easy. And eight, with influence comes responsibility. But I think with the line that Emily, you know, read off was that you don't have to be perfect to be an influencer, but you pretty much have to be perfect in every other way. I think this message is so uh, unhealthy and damaging to these girls' psyches and to the, all these kids because it's basically giving them they don't have any room for error. There's no uh, flexibility right. in case um, 
something bad happens or they have a bad picture or they get a lot of critiques, you know? So there's just so much danger to that. And then if it's about hair and makeup, what's the next style? And you're always kind of looking for the next best thing. Well, and even the next best thing is completely photo edited through three different apps and isn't realistic anyways. We, I mean, we're as business owners with a women owned and operated business, right? Our only employees have ever been women. That's just the way it's fallen. We've tried to diversify. We just haven't had an applicant that's came through to diversify that. Whether it would be different or not, I'm unsure. And actually, our age kind of falls in the same range, too. Um, how much pressure her and I are under Yeah, to actually, make things look a certain way and to be a certain way when all we're looking at is leading the industry in professionalism and what our clients experience and what our guests feel when they leave and trying to tend to our own mental health, right? So we are under an abundance of pressure because of social media where her and I could like ditch it completely and not really Mm -hmm. care as much. Emily, can you share a little bit more? I know we had this conversation off, off the break. Can you share a little bit more with the public, with the listeners who may not understand a little bit more about the salon industry? Can you share a little bit more about the pressure from a salon perspective? So the beauty industry, I would say, is probably, I read last night, it's going to be a, I believe it was a $4.6 billion industry in 2023. Wow. Okay, so we have two locations. We have your, your salon and spa, right? And then we also just opened a second location that offers medical spa services, uh, spray tan, Ashley does her permanent makeup. That's why we opened that space. She needed a little bit more area. We are constantly having to go through Instagram, Google salons. What are they looking like? This aesthetic, but the aesthetic for her and I to put, you know, different decor around or change our decor constantly. We would rather have the top of the line equipment that's practical so we can offer the best services for ourselves and for our clients Instead of putting, let's say, mm-hmm. a vase with, you know, some... Plumes. Some plumes. Is that what some they're feathers. called? Yeah, they're, they're, I don't they're, even they're know. I call them feathers. I, 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 I mean, I love, I love interior decorating as well. But, like, mm-hmm. if we're going to do this, there's going to get color slapped all over them, and then the salon isn't clean anymore, and then we're not giving the best experience. It's as little as those details that her and I have to literally... I was Googling salons last night all over Instagram, all over the country, because I want to make sure that our Instagram and our, you know, feeds are, are staying in that line mm-hmm. of and the com- being beautiful and, the, and yeah, being, we have to do that too. Mm-hmm. We don't well, even want to have to do it. Don't you have, have to stay to on it. the competitive edge too? I would think as being a high-end salon, you have to maintain that image. And We're so competing every day. I mean, but we would rather provide our mission than be in competition. Well, actually, I'm glad you said that because I was just saying before how I think it's more, well, I think it's more important that the, your guest walks in and they walk out with feeling cared about and they feel like, wow, that was a really great thing. I feel great. You know, it's that, that it's that feeling of, wow, I look good or, wow, that's a really great salon. Like that my, my gal was really nice to me or I talked her ear off about my life and she didn't say anything, you know, <laughs> or she's like, oh, that's great or, you know, something. But I think it's, it's, it's about, I think today we wanted to talk about like how we want to be authentic in who we are and also feel empowered and get get the service that you want but but not making it to be something that's superficial you know it's not just about appearances are or I have to be a certain way but it's the quality of the service that you receive and the impact it has on you consistency is quality right they go hand in hand so those consistent services being a well-rounded stylist being you know 
doing our best every day. We're going to screw up. We're babies in this business owning. We've only owned our business for five years. A lot has happened in that time, whether society, the world, I mean, Mm -hmm. all of that. Well, Emily, look what we're doing right now. So, Emily, would you have imagined in high school, state wrestling, when I was in 10th grade, (laughs) Emily was a senior. Can you imagine when we were in that van, we almost died? (laughs) Marcy had to remind me this morning. Now here we are talking about mental health, and I'm I'm nearing 40 years old. We almost died that one time in the van on the way to the cities. Of but, course, um, I was like, I don't remember. Get, Mercy, he, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. We almost went in the. We had to park right in the median, right between the left and the right, and our person didn't know where to go, so she went right in the middle. Don't give me a spoiler alert. I want to read the book. <laughs> okay, all right. But, um, but Emily, would you imagine that we're both here today? You're you're have your your salon, and you're doing what you're doing there, and then we're now doing like a groundbreaking pioneer radio talk show about mental health. Like I don't know anybody else that's doing that in the field. Ashley and I have been, yeah, Ashley and I have been talking about this for years, believe it or not, because once we decided to open a business, that changes our roles, right? So we're not only the inventory managers or the owners or the bosses or the mentors, we're also now the therapists, we're the mothers, we're, you know, a lot of things change. We're the the mentors. We We are the mentors because there's not a lot of people. Here's another piece of this social media puzzle because the burnout. Yeah, Ashley and I are two veteran stylists. There's not a lot of us left. Really? So no, there's and not a lot that work full time. No, there's not a lot that work full time. See, that's surprising because you guys are still pretty young. Not in the salon world anymore. Twenty years is a long or, time to be in this industry, yeah. especially now with like all the social media romanticizing <laughs> it. It's it's hard. It's this, really this hard. job looks hundred and ten percent different for us than it did nineteen years ago when we started. Wow, and it shifts daily the things that we have seen morph in the last i would say especially the last well since covid but even prior to covid pinterest 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 came out and gave us <laughs> gave our clients false hopes on a lot of things they with that du- triple quadruple editing and when you say false hopes about like what about well, their achieved results achieved results you know it's i want this it's like you can't have that you have Instant gratification. Let's talk about it. Every minute of every day, snap the fingers. That doesn't happen overnight, whether that's beauty, whether that's your self-confidence. Ashley and I want you just feeling your best when you walk out. We want every service provider that we have giving you the best service. When you walk in that door, I don't want anything else to matter than that. You're having a take-home of feeling beautiful, feeling empowered, Mm -hmm. whether you're a male, a female, a child. I give my guests, little girls and boys who I cut, including my own children at the salon, the same experience that I give you, right? Because it needs to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. We, have to, we have to make the change because there's a lot going on. Well, thank you, ladies, for coming today and having this conversation. I think it's, it's important. And I think you guys do a really great job at the fray and... I can't speak enough to how that the self-care impacts me, at least to help me calm down or just the stress or to have a stress-free day to know I'm going to go see Dina and just zen out. It's, it's, it's great. So I think you guys deliver uh, really well. And so I'm glad you guys came on today and had this conversation. You guys are welcome to come back anytime. 
Um, next week we have Mark Peterson coming on from uh, Nystrom. He's the CEO. Okay. So we'll be talking about the direction of mental health for All the state of Minnesota. All the big shots coming in. Huh? So if you have any uh, questions or emails, uh, Jay Paul, can you send out the email? Yeah, I can give you all kinds of information coming up here uh, with the Veteran Crisis Line. Uh, first of all, you can email Jay Paul at uh, RadioMankato.com or give us a call here at 625-1420. Otherwise, there's the uh, nationwide uh, uh, suicide prevention line at 988. Uh, or you could, uh, that's a Veteran Crisis Line, too, 988, and then press 1 when prompted. You have the Alcoholics Anonymous Helpline at 507-388-8989. You have Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline at 833-600-2670. There's uh, Prairie Care, Mayo Clinic, Nystrom & Associates, Journey Towards Healing. They're all there to help you. Also, the South Central Crisis Center line at 507-344-0621. And like I said, if there's something you'd you'd like us to add to the show or talk about that we haven't touched on yet, feel free to reach out. Email jpaul at radiomankato.com. Let us know what you're thinking about. jpaul at radiomankato.com. Marcy, uh, in closing, thanks for coming in again. And you're uh, always uh, bringing new people in here that really open eyes, I think, and uh, and make people think, and that's a good thing. Well, we have some great things coming up, too. Um, May 6th, Emily and Ash, you guys are more than welcome to come. We're having a free uh, thing for the public. It's National Pilates Day. So if you want to learn some things about mental health, some free tips... It's going to be at Minari here in Mankato, May 6th, like 12 to 3. I'll send out more details or I'll be sharing that as it's coming up. But we have Ginny coming on um, who teaches Pilates. She's amazing. And we're, I, we'll be teaching more about how to tune into your body and listening to your body to take care of yourself. So if you get a chance to come to that, that'd be great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks, ladies. Have a great day out there.